Welcome to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him, amen. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. We've got a fascinating guest today. What is it like to portray Jesus? What would you do if you were to portray Jesus? And what would it feel like? Well, we've got the man who has done that in not only one, but multiple films, and he has done a remarkable job of portraying our Lord. You're in for a fascinating ride. Stick with us. To participate in the show, we invite you to submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome to the program, everybody. I am so excited to have you. We have a special guest with us today. But before we get into that, I want to leave with you the two foundational eternal promises that we we root everything in here. The first promise is found in 1 John 2.25, where John writes, this is the promise God has promised us, even eternal life. And you know that that is found exclusively through Jesus Christ, because in 2 Corinthians 1.20, we have another promise that says, all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in him, amen. So when You can have confidence when you read a promise that God has promised you, Jesus has fulfilled, has opened the way to those promises to to be reconciled to your heavenly father, to be forgiven of your sins, to have new life infused into you, to have the promise of a resurrected body. I mean, the future is bright for those of us who are in Christ and those who don't know Christ, it impels us to tell them the message of the gospel and to to welcome them, to usher them into the kingdom. Well, our next guest has done just that through the multiple projects that he's been involved with. Uh, just want to introduce Bruce Marciano. He's an actor, writer, ministry director, best known for captivating a portrayal of Jesus that is unique, one that you don't typically see, and that was in the Gospel of Matthew. He also starred in the Pure Flix hit movie Encounter and uh, an award-winning pro-life movie, Allison's Choice, which he also directed, he produced, and wrote. Bruce, it's an honor to have you on the program. Well, thank you very much. It's an absolute honor to be with you. Thank you. I'm sure that many of our listeners already know you. They may not know the name. If they do, uh, that's great. But but they know you because they've seen you, probably in Matthew, probably in Encounter and many of these others. But even before that, I understand that you did some work on shows that they might have seen, Murder, She Wrote, Columbo, L.A. Law. Was that before Matthew or did that some of that come after that or Give me the timeline there. Yeah, I uh, I live out here in Southern California. I started my acting career in 1984, and I wasn't yet born again. And all those shows, my uh, secular acting career, were all uh, before I was born again, before Matthew. I did Matthew in 93. So, uh, you know, for many years before I did Matthew, I was just – one more struggling actor out here in Los Angeles and uh, 
grab and work where I could find it and in the trenches. And I'm just very thankful that uh, the Lord had his hand on me even before I knew him because I was able to work on some pretty fantastic shows that you just listed. Amen. And we were just talking about that this past Sunday, that the Lord is faithful to be drawing everybody. He said, if I'm lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. And so he is working in, in the lives of all of us. He was working in your life. He was certainly working in my life. And I'm, I'm amazed at how patient he was with me. And that, what we're talking about here, reminds me of Encounter. I, I want to talk about that in a moment. But Encounter seems to be just that, that portrayal of Jesus uh, intersecting or intervening in our lives even before we have professed him or, or, or come to know him. Yes, uh, the whole concept of Encounter, the whole purpose behind the movie and now the shows uh, that, uh, that have spawned off of the movie, um, the whole underlying concept is, is to, is to uh, assure people that the Lord is very active, hands-on, intimately, with their lives on a day-to-day basis. I think that a lot of people, and I know this just from letters I've received, emails and stuff, uh, even a lot of, uh, of believers in Jesus, they still have a concept of Jesus kind of uh, at a distance mm. watching them, yeah. as opposed to eye-to-eye, hands-on involved in their life. So uh, through the movie and the show's encounter, we've, we've brought Jesus, if you will, into people's homes, into their lives, into their day-to-day struggles, no matter how seemingly ordinary those struggles uh, uh, may be. And, uh, and I tell you, it's been a tremendous ministry to people to, uh, to learn that Jesus is with them face-to-face, hands-on, 24 seconds. <laughs> That's tremendous. And and you have a gift. Uh, if anything, I could say you have a gift of portraying that character quality of Jesus that often some of the older movies, most of the movies actually have Jesus as this very stoic, uh, somber, um, distant, uh, you know, unrelatable. And the thing that, that Matthew, the movie, uh, the gospel of Matthew encounter, even Allison's choice, um, there's a very relatable quality. And you said eye to eye, and even you getting down, I remember in uh, the Gospel of Matthew, how how you interacted with lepers and the lame and women and different, you just were so approachable and there was so much compassion and um, joy that we don't often see in a portrayal of Jesus. Can you speak to that briefly? Yeah, briefly is going to be the challenge. (laughs) But if I can just put it this way, uh, you know, the foundational scripture the Lord gave me to build uh, the portrayal of Jesus on was uh, Psalm 139. I think it's verse 13. I, I hand formed you while you were yet in your mother's womb. Uh, maybe it's verse 10. I can't remember. Um, but, uh, but, 
But that became the foundation of what you're talking about. It wasn't some idea that I had. I'm going to make Jesus this way or that way. Uh, through remarkable amounts of time in prayer and seeking him and, and studying his word between myself and with the director of that first movie, Matthew, the Lord just brought us to this scripture. I hand formed you while you were yet in your mother's womb. In other words, these people, it's not just, uh, you mentioned the leper. It's not just some guy who was sick. If I can put it in these terms, it's his baby. It's his baby. Mm-hmm. He hand-formed that guy while Excellent. he was yet in his mother's womb. And, and, and out of that involved this, this revelation of remarkable intimacy mm-hmm. and remarkable involvement, uh, depths of intimacy and involvement that we can't even begin to fathom. The way I like to put it is, is you know, for moms or dads, uh, take the way you feel about your baby, like it's lying in the cradle there, and you're sleeping and you're looking down on him or her, and the thoughts and the feelings and the warmth and the, and the, the love that rises in your heart. If you can multiply that just a kabillion times, is perfect. Awesome. So when we get on the other side of this break, I, I, I want to dig into that deeper because it really is in all of these, most of the movies that I've seen you in. You've done a remarkable job. If people want to know more about your projects, uh, they can go to MarcianoMinistries.com or BruceMarciano.com or you can follow Bruce on Facebook. Stick around. We're going to be back on the other side of this break with Bruce Marciano. Listen to Eternal Promises with Jeff Tobler every weekday or listen online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. Do you have trouble sharing the gospel? Is it difficult to find the right time to discuss the hope that lies within you? We understand. And to help you share the gospel, we've produced stunning, smart, and thought-provoking gospel tracks such as the Taste and See Bread of Life tract, the teases a free lifetime supply, perfect for coffee shops, bakeries, and cafes. Or get our Boo Tract for Halloween that tells of the coming true Fright Night story. We even have our Close Encounter Tract for those Area 51 folks that answers the question, are we alone? That and much more to help you share the eternal promise of eternal life through Jesus Christ. Go to eternalpromises.org slash resources to order your tracks today and get the good news of Jesus Christ into the hands and hearts of others. That's eternalpromises.org slash resources. Put your hands together, come on. To participate in the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll-free. 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome back to the program, everybody. We have got Bruce Marciano. He is the joyful Jesus, or the happy Jesus, or the compassionate Jesus. If you have seen uh, the Gospel of Matthew or Encounter, 
you know what I'm talking about. He has brought a stoic, uh, what we used to think of as a stoic or very cold uh, portrayal of Jesus, and really given uh, it life for us more what we what we read out of the scriptures and what we what we internally know Jesus to be. And so, Bruce, welcome back. Um, I, we were talking about how you how you went uh, about Matthew um, and portraying Jesus there. One of my questions before we even get into that is where in the timeline is, were you being uh, birthed into the kingdom during this, after this, before? Where was that in your uh, testimony? I was born again in 1989, and, uh, and I was seriously born again. I grew up Catholic, so I grew up with this kind of awareness of God and and, uh, you know, I, I did have a, a reverence for God. I had no relationship with him. Um, and uh, but I was born again in 1989. And it was in uh, November of 1992. So it was only a couple years later that uh, that I met the director who would cast me in Matthew. And uh, so I, I knew the Lord for a very short time and got quite a, quite a baptism by fire, if I can put it that way. Amen. And I want to share, I was hoping to get the, the audio for this and I, and I couldn't find it, but there's two, uh, actually, you know what? I do have one of them. I'm, I'm going to share this uh, for the listeners so they can, they can hear how you're approaching the Sermon on the Mount. I thought how you did this was frankly amazing. Here, here we go. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men to be seen by them. If you do, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. <laughs> but when you give to the needy, <laughs> do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. So I think this is, this is where you're pouring water over Peter, and the crowd uh, laughs at, at your uh, playfulness there. Did, was that something that just, did you rehearse that? Did you write it in? Did, it, did some of these things come on, uh, you know, ad lib? Yes, yes. It was totally a uh, spontaneous moment. Um, we were filming in uh, Southern Africa in the heat of summer. It had to have been, had to have been 110, 115 degrees out there. And you got to understand we're out there for, uh, you know, we're filming for 12 hours every day. Wow. Minimum. And, uh, and, and, the actor playing Peter, he was just roasting on this, <laughs> on this granite. And, uh, 
you know, I, uh, no matter how interesting or uninteresting my performance was, is it was like his eyeballs were going to roll into the back of his head. <laughs> and, uh, and I just couldn't resist the moment. And as an actor, uh, you know, my, my thought is, is uh, go with a moment like that. If the director doesn't like it, he can fix it later. He'll say, no, let's do that again. But I went with the moment. And the interesting thing is I just went with the reality that was in front of my face. Mm -hmm. And, and this is a lesson in Jesus. I mean, it, it was very real 2000 years ago. Uh, and, and he was dealing with real people and real heat and real hunger. And, and it just was kind of a, uh, a lesson in his reality 2000 years ago. And I just went with it and, uh, and poured the water over his head. And it ends up being one of the uh, most talked about moments in the film. Oh, I, I think it's amazing how you captured that. And I think that's why I say so often we, because there is reverence and there is a sobriety that comes, you know, you come away reading God's word and there, there, that's, that's normal, but we forget the day-to-day -day and even the, the, the levity that I think Jesus brought at times because it was very real, just like it is today. And I think that's, we're, we're going to talk about encounter in a little bit, but I appreciate how you brought that in there as well. And even in Allison's choice. Um, now in Matthew, I want to stay here for just a moment. Two other scenes that really um, caught my attention was how, you portrayed Jesus dealing with the women. And can you speak to that? Yeah, again, it, it just keeps coming back to, I hand formed you while you were yet in your mother's womb. I have a daughter. And, uh, and, and everyone, every, every guy who has a daughter <laughs> can, can understand what I'm about to say. You know, you just... The, it, it's like your heart comes out of your chest to protect her, to care for her, to cut her off from any harm. Uh, you know, you just, I don't even know how to explain it. And again, you multiply that feeling a kabillion times. Sure. And you've got the heart of Jesus for, for every woman who hears my voice. Um, uh, and, and his desire to, to separate her and her from anything of rejection and mm. ugliness and destruction and hardship. Uh, and, uh, and so I brought that reality into my portrayal of Jesus. And again, I'm just very, very thankful. It's been a ministry to to many many women. Oh, I can only imagine. And uh, and I was familiar with um, a book that you. I'm not sure when it was. I think it was early 2000s, maybe called Jesus. This is a book you wrote, Jesus, the man who loved women, and then the subtitle is He treasures, esteems, and delights in you. And I just thought that that was another thing that resonated to say yes, that the Lord is is not. Um, well, we know that he's not a respecter of persons. He's not a respecter of, of anything but a heart. And that leads me to the, the third most memorable scene for me. Is I just remember you nearly doubled over in a rebuke at the Pharisees. And it was so, it was so convincing. Um, it was harsh, 
but I, but what I took away from it was it was rooted and grounded in the very same love that you just talked about. Don't mess with my children. Is that you just, you just nailed it, Jeff. Uh, uh, again, um, imagine watching someone mislead your teenage son or daughter. Mm. And as a parent, it's like your heart comes out of your chest. And that's that moment. There's two things going on there. You know, these these uh, religious leaders were were greatly misleading his children. But the secondary thing that's going on is that is that these guys themselves are his babies. In other words, he's reaching out to them with passion as well. Uh, uh, I remember that moment. I remember we're uh, reenacting that scene and 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 telling the Pharisees, uh, you know, woe to you, you hypocrites! You you strain the gnat and swallow the camel. And and I can't describe. I don't know where this came from. I'm going to trust it came from the Lord. Mm-hmm. But it was like a switch flipped inside of me. And my heart came out of my chest and I just broke and and wept before these guys. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, that moment got captured on film. Uh, I can remember the exact scripture, Jesus. I was on my knees quoting Jesus. He says, oh, Jerusalem, how often have I longed to gather your children together? In other words, you've got the heart of God yeah. on display. And again, it be it, it ends up being one of those uh, uh, moments in Matthew that's been a tremendous ministry and revelation to a lot of people. I've had uh, pastors and theologians uh, write me and tell me that that moment in Matthew rewrote their ministry. <laughs> okay, well, and uh, and I'm just very thankful to be in the middle of such things. Yeah, yeah, I, and I and I I do believe it was it, it was a prophetic uh, moment. But God is working as we as we've been saying this whole time. God is not isolated to the pages of Scripture, and I think that's a danger in in not realizing you've rightly said that he has been involved in your life and your movies and your acting and your you know everything that we put our hand to. The Lord is is he he may not be. Uh, pleased with all of those things we've done in the past, but he's certainly in the midst of it, trying to bring about redemption and working ways that we're not even aware of. Maybe in hindsight we are, uh, but at that moment, there's no doubt in my mind, uh, you just know. You know when, when the Lord is working uh, through a vessel, and, and I think you did a, a phenomenal job at being that vessel. Um, just So if, if people listening have not seen the movie, uh, is is Amazon the best place to go? Where where would you tell people to go for that? I would say Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime, uh, okay. and uh, you know the DVD days, I guess, are are all but gone, which breaks my heart. Oh, I'm still um, a DVD dinosaur. <laughs> I am too. I am as well. I love having that tangible, physical thing in my hand. But uh, but you can pick it up on Amazon on DVD as well. Okay, so yeah, if you've got Prime, go to Amazon, look for the Visual Bible, uh, the Gospel of Matthew, I think is what it's called. Uh, or uh, just is that right? 
That's correct. Okay. So get the, I say get the DVD anyway. That way, if the power cuts out, you know, and you've got a lot of a weekend in the dark, you can, um, you can put on a generator and you can put the DVD in, right? And you can also stream <laughs> on Prime. Um, so you've got multiple ways to get it. But it is definitely a legacy movie I would recommend all of you to get for your children and your children's children. Just a, a great movie to introduce them to the heart and character of Jesus. Uh, again, a, a very convincing job um, that you did there. I want to move to Encounter. Um, and Encounter is, is a newer movie uh, put up by Pure Flix. Um, when I first saw Encounter, I was already, already familiar with your acting. I was familiar with you by that point. Um, and I was astonished again at how relational um, um, What's the right word? You, you were you were blue collar, if you will. I mean, there there was nothing. There were no errors. There you you were totally approachable. Uh, you you had humor. You uh, you had rebuke in there. You had compassion. All the same qualities, obviously, that you're drawing out of uh, um, the uh, verse in uh, Psalm one thirty. 139 and those same qualities did did you is this the same thing where you went into it with a fair amount of liberty and how much liberty did you exercise in that portrayal there's quite a story about that movie and my involvement in it uh when i was first asked to be a part of it um they sent me the script and and the script read very harsh uh jesus seemed to me to be written as as very hard heavy-handed and and kind of uh you know snappy scriptural answers to very very heartfelt needs and questions and so i came very close to just telling them no i'm not I'm not your guy. <laughs> and uh, a friend of mine, a pastor friend of mine said, you know, Bruce, maybe you ought to just meet with them and, and explain your feelings to them. And so I did. And, uh, and I, I sat with the director and I told him, you know, I have this concept <laughs> that everything Jesus does is, is done out of incredible love and incredible passion and compassion. And if you will allow me to portray him that way, and if you'll allow me to rewrite Jesus's dialogue, <laughs> you know, to fill it with greater compassion, um, uh, then I'd love to do your film. And I'll never forget, he, he just kind of, it was like he had never thought of it before. And the look on his face, and he just shook his head, and he said, yeah, let's give it a try. And uh, so they gave me total license. Even you mentioned the blue-collar approach. I mean, the reality is that Jesus was a carpenter 2,000 mm -hmm. years ago. I've seen other modern-day portrayals of Jesus, and he's wearing a suit, sometimes a white suit. <laughs> <laughs> it seems a little silly to me. He was a carpenter 2,000 right. I love that scripture. Uh, there was nothing about him that would have attracted a person 2,000 years ago. So I actually created my own wardrobe. That actually was my own clothes oh, really? uh, that <laughs> I wore great. on set. And I wanted him to be presented very earthy, very real, again, very approachable. Wonderful. 
Wonderful. And uh, again, I'm just very thankful I did that film, and it's been a tremendous ministry. In fact, I got a, an email today from, I think, Brazil, and, 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 and it just was this same line. I never knew Jesus was that real, that, that heartfelt, and I've given him my life. And so, uh, again, I'm just very, very thankful. Praise God. We'll hold that thought. We're, we're coming up to a break. On the other side, uh, I want you all to stick around. We're going to be talking about Allison's Choice, another uh, big project that uh, Bruce is working on in addition to that. And uh, we've got some other interesting things to talk to him about, so stay tuned. Sing after me. can support this ministry by giving online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give. Hi, this is Jeff, and I'm excited to announce the Eternal Promises app. Now, this is an app that can be installed on your iPhone, your Android device. And best of all, you can listen to any radio broadcast at your convenience. So just dial it in the app, listen, you can stop, you can pause, you can go forward, backwards. But not only that, the app also has promises, eternal promises by topic. We've got devotionals. You can read God's Word. There's a Bible in the Eternal Promises app. There are questions and answers, faithful quotes by faithful saints, and so much more. So remember, go to eternalpromises.org forward slash app. That's eternalpromises.org forward slash app. Or you can go to the front page just look for that banner that says download the app and most of all we need you to stand boldly with us as we boldly stand for the truth of god in christ jesus to participate in the show submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll free 888 love god that's 888 love god and now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome back to the program. We have Bruce Marciano with us. What an honor. Uh, he, You know him from the Matthew movie, Gospel of Matthew. You know him from Encounter, from Allison's Choice, and many more. Uh, we've been talking about Encounter. And Bruce, one of the other relational aspects of this is how you used uh, a cheeseburger and fries, for example, and how um, the character who, who you gave that to and you knew how to prepare that because you're Jesus. You know everything, of course, <laughs> your character. And and it was just so neat because I think in, in church, and I used quotes, air quotes there in church, sometimes... Um, pleasurable things like good food, good tasting food can become a guilt or, or you know, you, you can't have fun in Jesus. And in all of those, in Matthew, we've already talked about it. And now in the encounter, it was, um, it, it was pleasurable. He, he, he had a joy in that cheeseburger and fries. And you look back into the Old Testament, I've talked about this at times with people, and, and it was a revelation to me that the feasts were multi-day feasts. And, and there was an enjoyment of food and of fellowship and all those things that God ordained to celebrate. And I think maybe this is a little thing to some, but it's a big thing to me. Because in relationship, um, it, it's not, it's not, 
it's not so cold. Again, that's all I can say is I, I, my reality in coming into Christ was the same. It was a very dramatic uh, born-again experience. And I had a church background, but the relational quality of Jesus that I encountered, uh, to use the, the, the word, was far different than anything that had been represented to me. And so mm-hmm. can, can you talk about that aspect of it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me, you know, tell you where the joy came from, if I may, Jeff. Uh, again, um, it wasn't something that I came up with. It was a scriptural uh, thing. In my very first meeting with the director, he uh, and he was an intensely praying man on Matthew. So in other words, it dates way back to Matthew. Uh, he, he opened a Bible in front of me and he said, Bruce, I've been praying about this. And I believe the Lord would have us represent Jesus as a man of joy. And he opened his Bible to Hebrews 1 verse 9, mm. which quotes Psalm 45 verse 7. And uh, I, uh, loosely it says about Jesus, he was anointed with the oil of joy above everyone else. And, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier, uh, I was raised Catholic, uh, which, uh, although I'm thankful for that background, it's a kind of a joyless, uh, <laughs> a, a joyless uh, thing. So, um, so it was a foreign <laughs> concept to me. And, um, but through my study and in God's word and prayer, the Lord just began revealing this to me more and more, just the joy in the heart of Jesus. It's very uh, heartbreaking to me on many levels to see that tendency that we have to move toward rules and, and, uh, and, and joyless kind of worship uh, just my, my postman, he comes by every day and, and I could tell when I first met him, he knows the Lord, but there's, there's, there's like a heaviness about him. Mm. And just the other day, he, he said to me, let me ask you a question. You know, is it okay to do this in church? Is it okay for a Christian <laughs> to do that? And, and I just wanted to hug him and take him in my arms. Yeah. And and say, my 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 precious brother, it's not about rules. It's not about intellectual seriousness. It's about the love and grace that the living God has for you right where you're at. Amen. Just pursue that with all your heart and uh, and he'll lead you and guide you in terms of uh, of the things you participate in and the things you stay away from. Amen. And uh, I'm going to weave into Allison's choice here because we're, we're talking about the, the joy, the, the oil of joy, the, the spirit of joy, the joy set before him. There's so much joy. Paul had the same. Uh, rejoice in the Lord always. And I say again, rejoice. And yet we find both of these, I'm going to say men, Jesus as the as the um, the man, God, and and. Paul, deeply in the spirit, both of them weeping. And it has been tough for me to walk this, just confess, you know, often I, I'm, I'm mourning over, you know, maybe you see somebody who's seems to be getting off the path, or you see something done, 
um, that you know is just going to be harmful or you see you know, a wolf coming in and destroying and so on. And so it, it's hard. It, this is something I've battled with. And, and you see Paul in Acts um, chapter 20. I mean, for three years, he says he was with tears, you know, warning. And you have Jesus over Jerusalem weeping. And then this, the way that you portrayed uh, the Lord in Allison's choice, when an abortion is taking place, it cuts to you. Uh, for those who haven't seen the movie, I don't want to give too much away, but you play uh, a janitor, and and you are the Lord right in the midst of that, trying to reach people. And then, so there's there's humor in Allison's choice, which is amazing how you do that. There's compassion. Um, there's some pretty heavy moments. This is just a moment of you sobbing. And, you know, I thought, Maybe you could talk to that too, because I think it's okay to experience joy and sob at the same time. Yeah, uh, you know, this. Uh, I, I came to see the joy of Jesus as a multifaceted depth of feeling. It's interesting how people tend to presume that, that God means he doesn't feel. But it's actually quite the opposite. It's the perfection of feeling. Mm. He feels deeper than anybody can even begin to feel. And if you read scripture, it's just filled with passion and tears and heartbreak and it, it just and and exaltation. It's it's so impassioned. Mm. It feels so deeply. And 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 I just I just can't imagine anything. And I want to be very sensitive here because I know a lot of people have been through this. Yeah. But I just cannot imagine anything that would injure the Lord's heart more deeply than a mother erasing her baby. Yeah. And with that, Bruce, uh, because I know – I know somewhat of your heart anyway. We, we've met before and we've been uh, supporting your ministry. But so I want to just share for the listeners, um, if you have, Allison's Choice deals with abortion. And if you have had been a part of, in your, in your past, an abortion, we want you to know that you can find acceptance, forgiveness. You can find that joy in the Lord. Uh, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Not only that, he embraces you. Um, so there is hope. We, we don't want you to go away condemned with this. If you are in the, in the battle right now of, of being torn as to, should I have an abortion, should I not? I just want to encourage you, and I think this is where Bruce was going, being sensitive. This is not something the Lord would be pleased with. But at the same time, if it's something that you have already done, just run to the Lord uh, and and trust him to forgive you, to cleanse you, and, and to set you back on that path as a new person, not with that old baggage and so on. And that's what I, I uh, Bruce appreciated about this movie was you were dealing with the messiness of what goes on in uh, women being torn, and some of it is based upon the lies that are being told and and the false promises and, and a bunch of other things. And some of it is just sin, you know. Uh, uh, but what I what I really appreciate is how you walked with Allison 
And uh, again, for those who are not familiar with this, I thought that the name play was very interesting. It's Allison's Choice. Well, uh, it, it is it is a pro-life film. It follows a, a young pregnant girl uh, who is really trying to figure out how to go forward. And you as the Lord intervene in her life. Um, it's heavy at times. You brought in a lot of humor, which was amazing to me. Um, and, and so how, how was it received from that? Did you have people saying, well, there's too much humor or it's too heavy? Uh, or did, they, did the balance work with most of the people that you've heard from? Um, I would say that, uh, uh, I would say that, that people were, I don't, I want to use the word shocked, but that might be too strong a word <laughs> that abortion could be dealt with on a level of such, uh, lightheartedness mm-hmm. and, and passion and understanding. Yeah. Understanding. You know, uh, the pro-life world, uh, and I thank God, oh, I thank God that there are people who, who stand up for these precious little ones. Amen. Um, but the discussion on both sides of the fence tends to lean toward the intellectual, tends to lean toward the combative, uh, uh, and, uh, and, and that was kind of the inspiration for Allison's choice. Yeah. I wanted these young mothers, especially who are, who are dealing with an unwanted pregnancy. Mm. I wanted them to understand that, that the Lord loves them deeply, that nothing yes. will ever erase that. And that he loves that little baby very deeply. I didn't want to beat him over the head with, this is wrong and that's wrong and morality and whatnot. I just wanted them to know how much Jesus loved them. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm very, very thankful that, uh, that that's been very successful in terms of ministry. And I can't tell you the number of uh, messages and emails and whatnot I've received from especially young girls who, uh, who, who say that really caught their eye, that, that the message was, I love you, and I love your baby too, and we'll please give that baby life, and we'll figure this out together. Amen. And I, I, one of my messages, I'm a broken record sometimes, and I am, I wouldn't say combative, but I am of that same, I, I kind of rise up sometimes when I feel like I, I consider all these who are being lied to and being taken down a path as I kind of stand up as a protective parent sometimes in my tone. Um, And there is a place for that. But at the same time, like I shared before, people need to understand that there is a road forward for past decisions. And that should in no way be an excuse to go ahead today with something you know um, that the Lord wouldn't have you do. But it's amazing to me... uh, there was a recently a movie called Unplanned that was about Abby Johnson's testimony. And the way they portrayed the pro-life community was kind of divided. There were those who were just angry, uh, shouting down, just it was all negative condemnation and so on. And there there was no room for dialogue. While while some of it may have been technically correct, it wasn't a way to produce a dialogue and to bring people out of 
um, the bondage or the darkness or, or, you know, whatever that is that out of that and into life. Whereas the other side, um, the 40 days of life, uh, movement, uh, ministry, and that was a, interacting with the Abbey and eventually Abbey came out because of them. And, and obviously the Lord working through all of that, they had at the core of their ministry was love and compassion, uh, not anger, although I'm sure there was some of that in what we talked about before as a father standing up and saying, you may not destroy, you know, my children. Um, so I, I think what you had to balance was a very fine line of telling the truth dealing with it on the horrific level that it is, but also giving people hope, these young women hope. And I, I think you did that and I, I applaud you for it. I appreciate that, Jeff. I appreciate it very, very much. Um, you know, if I may, very quickly, that moment that you started with uh, in Allison's Choice where Jesus weeps over the babies who are being aborted. I can't tell you how many... Uh, how many people on the set that day who know and love the Lord said, you know, uh, that was a little unsettling. We, we should do that scene again. And Jesus doesn't cry. It was like it, it, it just was a little too deep for them. And I, I held my ground and I said, no, that's what people need to see. They need to know that it breaks his heart. Yeah. They need to understand that he cries tears over these little ones. And Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he has not changed. Jesus wept. Uh, we joke about that being the shortest verse, but, but this is his heart. His heart is he came to save. He came to, to that people would be redeemed. And yes. when, when the opposite direction is taking place, he's, he is weeping. He, his heart is breaking. Um, that doesn't mean he's going to stop at some point uh, a judgment that might come down upon that. But even in the midst of that, even afterwards, he's still trying to redeem and, and avert judgment. I mean, that's the whole purpose, the whole mission of Jesus is to bring people into life and abundantly uh, live that life in his presence, him in them and them in, in him. It's interesting to me, we're, we're about on a break here. We'll, we'll follow this up on the other side of the break, but uh, this was released in 2016. It was uh, ICFF awarded uh, for best director, best screenplay, and most inspirational film. And if anyone wants to watch it, it too is on Prime. So you can stream it from... Uh, on Amazon, and I'm sure you can get the DVD there. On the other side of the break, we're going to continue with Allison's, and then we're going to get uh, into Gospel of John. So stick with us. Jeff will be back in just a moment with some closing thoughts. You know what, a couple years ago, I had the opportunity to go to Africa and visit an orphanage. And these children were amazing. Their, their eyes, their face lit up with joy, and yet they had hardly anything compared to what we have in this country. But they had food and clothing, and more than that, they had people who were loving them, teaching them the way of God in Jesus Christ. But we need your help. 
there's so many expenses that go into an orphanage and they're now expanding, trying to get more children in to help them grow in Christ and grow in their skills to be able to function in this world. So I'm asking you to stand up and support the orphans in the orphanage and the wonderful work that's going on there. You can give safely and securely on eternalpromises.org forward slash give, or just hit the donate button on the top of the website, or call 888-88-LOVE-GOD. To participate in the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio, or by calling toll free 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome back to the program, everybody. We've got Bruce Marciano, actor, director, writer, uh, ministry leader. Um, I don't know what he doesn't do. He's a <laughs> man of multiple talents. Uh, well, he, uh, you see me in my garden, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do well with growing things, but anyway... Um, so we've been talking about Allison's Choice, and I want to remind everybody you can go on to Amazon Prime and stream Allison's Choice if you have that. You can also, I think, buy the DVD online at Amazon. Is there another place they can get it, Bruce? Um, I think uh, the Christian retailers, the uh, CBD, CBD okay. they all carry it, yeah. So look for it, get it, see it. Uh, share it with others. I, I would say the same about the, the Gospel of Matthew encounter. They're, they're very inspirational. Uh, they will encourage you, they will challenge you, and they will surely build you up in your faith and hopefully bring others to Christ. And I, I believe that's been happening. Um, before we move off of Allison's choice, have you had testimonies uh, from young girls or older women or, or who have been impacted, who have had abortions and who have been healed through this or who have, uh, where you've averted an abortion? Uh, yes, yes, and yes. Great, um, praise God. We have many, it, it is the sweetest thing in the world. They, they'll, they'll send me their picture <laughs> of their baby. And I just, uh, it's usually the, the grandma who sends the picture of the baby. <laughs> um, yeah, we've had many babies rescued from abortion. And, uh, and I tell you, uh, and I really mean this, if it was just one, I mean, put a price on that little baby, you know. So that's been the most exciting aspect. Uh, many have come to the Lord. Uh, many pro-abortion uh, people have had a change of heart, change of mind. Um, it's interesting, but uh, uh, women who have been through this and men who have been through it, we've heard from both. And um I would say the lion's share, I would say, uh, you know, eight out of 10 uh, found some kind of healing in it. Um, a, a couple of them, it, it just it just opened the wound mm. and made them feel bad about what they did 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just trust the Lord is going to take that open wound and turn it around for their good. Well, I, I know that that wound can be redemptive. It, it's a reminder of where we've come from and where we no longer have to stay. So I, yes. yeah, it, it can be used for good. Before we uh, run out of time, I want to, to cover the current production that you're, I think you're either in production or you're about to be in production. Um, and this is, I believe, the Gospel of John. Is that correct? 
That's correct. We're awesome. going to do with the Gospel of John just what we did in Matthew, verse by verse. Wonderful. And where are you in the production phase? We're about two, three months from starting filming. Neat. And uh, the filming takes place in two stages. Uh, so we'll film about 50 pages this year. And then next year, we'll turn our sights over to the other 100. Wow. Now, are you growing out your, your, your bushy Jesus beard, or what do, you, what do you got going? Well, I've grown a bit too old to play Jesus, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, it's, it breaks my heart, but uh, my beard is all but white these days. Yeah. So I will actually portray the aged Apostle John, who's telling the story. And we're trusting the Lord to bring us a tremendous actor filled with his spirit to represent him even better than I did in 1993. Well, I know the Lord's able to do that. And maybe it won't be better, but it'll just be uh, uh, from a different angle. uh, Sounds great. Um, I'm so glad you're going through with it. How can people uh, uh, support that project? They can go to my website, marcianoministries.com, and make a donation. This film is being entirely uh, produced by donations, which is remarkable. Mm. Um, But what that does is it frees the film up for ministry. We're not obligated to make profit and all these commercial aspects. We can just 100% focus on ministry. So marcianoministries.com. Every donor receives a film credit. And so how you spell that, I'm going to spell it out for the, for the listeners. It's M-A-R-C-H, like the month of March, I-A-N-O, MarcianoMinistries.com. And um, yeah, so go and support the, the, the movie. I think it's going to be tremendous. Uh, Allison's Choice was done the same way. They were supporters, uh, donors, and that movie got made. And it has, as you have heard, it has made an impact in people's life for eternity. This is not just a, a movie that's being funded and, and it comes and goes. This is an eternal work. The Lord's working through this. And I, I, I just ask that you support Bruce in the effort. You can see that they're, uh, that these projects are bearing much fruit. Um, so, so we're going to, so in about a, two years, you think that'll be out roughly or? Uh, hopefully within two years. Within two years. Okay, great. Um, you, you mentioned John. You're going to be playing John, and I. this is kind of an offshoot here, but I see in your bio that um, one of your mentors was Dean Jones. Yes, good it, friend. It, yeah, well, Dean Jones, uh, two things that he did that, that are remarkable to me. One was um, there was a God Provides series, and he plays Abraham, and there's a whole testimony behind that. He did such an amazing job, but then he did the testimony uh, on Patmos or John's testimony. I can't remember what it's called, but it was just him. John in exile. John in exile. There you go. It was just him on the stage. If you're familiar with it, I'm sure. And he did such a remarkable job briefly. Uh, so we can move on to your ministry after this. Um, tell me what influence he had on your life. You know, he took me under his wing when I was, uh, newly born again. You know, he, he, I met him, he went to my church and, uh, it's actually quite a story. I, I was a little bit uh, confused about different things, and, uh, and I knew a guy like Dean would understand. Mm. And I woke up one Sunday morning. I said, Lord, please introduce me to Dean Jones. Uh, and I literally 
bumped into him coming out of the bathroom. We literally slammed into <laughs> each other. And uh, two days later, we were having lunch and he became my, my spiritual father. Uh, Dean was a tremendous influence on my life and just a tremendous man of God. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and, and again, if you haven't seen those uh, encouraging, I think we need more encouraging movies because it's hard finding it's, it's hard for my, my family to find something that isn't grieving. We talked about that before, in a sense. Um, so there's a lot of great material being produced these days or has been produced. You can do that. Um, so while we still have time, I want to get to uh, your ministry because I this is the thing I didn't know about you until a few years ago. Uh, you have a nonprofit outreach ministry that is, I think, largely involved in South Africa. Is that right? That's correct. Now we're branching into India. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And but this other part really surprised me. I, I knew that you were dealing with um, helping children, destitute children, HIV affected children. I didn't know that you were planting and building churches. So can you yeah. just give us a little overview what what you're doing there? You know, uh, to tell the long story in a very short uh, span. Sure. I uh, in 2010 I partnered with an African uh, pastor uh, who wanted to reach the villages in his district, and uh, and and so we began to go village by village, putting on. Uh, uh, big tent meetings, you know, they, we used to call them crusades. I guess you can't mm -hmm. use that word anymore. <laughs> uh, so I didn't say it, but, uh, uh, and we went village by village and, and what we would do is put on a crusade and, uh, uh plant a church in that village and move on to the next one. Amazing. Uh, believe it or not, the two of us together, we planted 45 churches. That is amazing. Uh, uh, we built, uh, I think, 11 physical buildings. The other churches, uh, you know, we rent space. Um, sadly, uh, in the Lord's sovereignty, he passed on um, uh, to the Lord in uh, 2011, but we continue his work to this day. Wow. Uh, it, it's so inspiring to know this is not just a Hollywood project for you. Um, sometimes it's hard to tell, you know, some people profess Christ, um, you know, as, as a way of, um, wearing a, a label, if you will, and others actually do the work. And that's what I've been so impressed with you, uh, Bruce, is that you, 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 you talk the talk, you, you walk the talk, I should say, and, uh, you're reaching people, you're reaching these children, you're actually going over there and feeding them and, and starting these churches and uh, just doing an amazing work. So I'm I'm so grateful that you're doing it. How did you raise up leaders for those those churches in such a short time, or did you bring leaders in? My African partner on the other end handled all those logistics. Wow. And uh, you know, at the time we started working, um, my films were very popular in South Africa, so it gave me a platform. Okay, gotcha. And therein was the key. Um, linking my platform with his sleeves rolled up uh, hard work, um, we uh, were able to do some tremendous, tremendous work. Great. Uh, so tremendous, so expansive, 
I'm actually in the middle of writing a book about it because it's <laughs> stories that need to be told. I'm anxious to read it. We are we are nearly out of ta- time. I just want to say that you are an inspiration to not only me, my son who watched your Matthew video for I think three years over and over again. And I would just encourage the audience to pray for Bruce and these projects. Thank you so much, Bruce. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. So guys, go check out Bruce's work online and support him. You've been listening to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. On behalf of all of us at Eternal Promises, thank you for listening. And we encourage you to lay hold of God's promises in your life today by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Him, amen. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and your prayers and financial support are appreciated. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give, or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. This is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Eternal Promises Radio is produced by Eternal Promises Ministries. You're listening to Eternal Promises Radio with Jeff Tobler.